we'd like to welcome you back to part four of our study, this comprehensive study we're doing on um, just a lot of church apostasy, the Council for National Policy, uh, Chuck Missler, uh, Tim LaHaye, and these types of subjects. So this is part four. There's probably no way I'm going to wrap this up. I'm only on page 32 of the 46-page PDF. Um, but mm, we'll see what I can do about getting this uh, teaching up in totality. Anyway, the next thing that we're looking at here is a short video clip of um, TBN's owner, Paul Crouch, revealing his, quote, theology with Kenneth Copeland. And we're just going to go ahead and play this video clip now. Rather telling. And we'll let this roll here. Paul Crouch and Kenneth Copeland on TBN. Never, never. You never can do that in a covenant relationship. Do you know what else that's settled then tonight? This hue and cry and controversy that has been spawned by the devil to try and bring dissension within the body of Christ, that we're gods. I am a little god. Yes. Yes. I have his name. I'm one with him. I'm in covenant relation. I am a little god. Critics, you are anything that he is. Yes. Oh, we are. We're all little gods now, evidently, according to devil, homosexual, or bisexual Paul Crouch. And I'm not just saying that as a derogatory term. I'm saying that there's plenty of proof of that. And uh, we're going to get into that real soon here in this particular report. So Paul Crouch believes that Christians are little gods. And that's funny because that's the same thing that Satan told Eve in the Garden of Eden in Genesis 3, you shall be as gods, you know knowing good and evil. And it's the same lie that was given when the first sin was committed in the Bible, and it's still the same lie that's being used as a carrot for the New Age movement. And in fact, the New Agers and the New World Order people and these types of people that are that are promoting this type of heresy, and now Paul Crouch included, uh, believe that when we progress from and totally out of the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius, we are going to become as gods. And... The Hitler would refer to it as the uh, fifth root race, and there's other ways of, of describing it, but um, we have to make this evolutionary leap in order to fully fulfill our godlike potential, and is what they actually believe. Now, here's an actual picture of um, Paul Crouch and Jan Crouch shaking uh, Billy Graham's hand, and it's funny because... <laughs> Chan Crouch is giving him a Freemasonic handshake. <laughs> I guess she's a member of the Order of the Rainbow or something, which is the Freemasonic version, the woman version of the uh, Freemasons. And she's giving him a clear Masonic handshake. If you want to see it, it's on page 32 of the PDF. It's almost hilarious. But anyway, um, yeah, they're they're not too... Uh, not too obvious about what their agenda is. Anyway, TBN, also known as the Total Blasphemy Network, uh, known in some circles, is the home base for money-hungry pro-ecumenical preachers and prosperity gospel wolves who fool, who fool widows into sending their life savings and disability checks to plant seeds to, for more wealth. The channel that promotes the Catholic Church and also the false teaching and stands against Bible Christians. Because they're, they're vehemently against anybody that would ever criticize them. And they've made all kind of proclamations on, you know, 
against those type of people. It is also the home court of charlatans like Benny Hinn, Purgatorian Pope Praiser Jack Van Empey, Kenneth Copeland, and promoter of every New World Order-connected phony gospel-preaching wolf, wolf in sheep clothing out there. Now, I understand Jack Van Empey, I think, had a recent falling out. I don't know whether he's back on TBN or not. Don't let that fool you. That guy's been praising the Pope for many, many, many a year, okay, and been licking the, the, his boots for a long time, and I've heard it out of his own mouth on, on many, many occasions. I could do a whole teaching on Jack Van Empey. So, none of these... TBN ministries are exempt from this, okay? They're just... You have to understand, if, you, if you're if you going to be on TBN, you have to play by their rules. So, to a certain extent, I believe they've all been infiltrated, these, these ministries. So, um, there's also some further evidence here of Chuck Missler, Tim LaHaye, Chuck Smith, all attending Paul Crouch's TBN events. This is a little screenshot of from uh, Thursday, August 21st, 2008, where Paul Crouch Sr. and Chuck Missler were on stage together. It was Dwight Thompson hosts a prophecy night with Paul Crouch Sr., Chuck Missler, Bill Cloud, and Christian Ebner in Costa Mesa, California. And here's another one. This is from Wednesday, July 21st, 2010. Paul Crouch and Paul Crouch Jr. host End Times slash There Is No Other Way to Heaven praise with Pastor Chuck Smith, Josh McDowell, Tim LaHaye, and Jack Vern Jackson of Costa Mesa. So again, all of these wolves in sheep's clothing yoke up with each other at various times, and it's just a very common thing. Now here is a Fox Dallas News investigative story on Paul Paul Crouch and his homosexual scandal, where, um, and you're seeing a picture here of a man named Enoch Lonnie Ford went to work for the ministry after meeting Paul Crouch at a TBN-affiliated drug treatment center. And this guy was one bad dude. I mean, anyway, where at this treatment center, Ford sought treatment in 1991. His manuscript alleges that a 1996 sexual encounter with Crouch at a TBN-owned cabin. Now, we're going to actually hear the news report on that right now, on that actual story. And again... Nothing was done for TBN. He just was allowed to go on. Broadcasting network. Rocked by scandal. Pack the lies, and I can prove it. A lawsuit charging gay sex, house money, and cover-up. All with a North Texas connection. Most of you don't even know what's going on. You will. Watch Richard Ray's exclusive report. Tonight at 9 on the news station. Flash 4. Coming up, trouble at Trinity Broadcast Network. Why a Dallas-based foundation has one of the world's most visible televangelists in its sights. Broadcasting live for Dallas, Fort Worth, and all North Texas. The news station. This is Fox 4 News at 9. Scandal is swirling now around the world's largest religious broadcaster after a lawsuit alleging homosexual misconduct against its founders surfaced last month. A scandal that has its roots here in Texas. And Fox 4's Richard Ray has more. Rich. Trinity Broadcasting Network is headquartered in Southern California, but has a major operation here in North Texas. Earlier this month, it canceled plans for its semi-annual live telethon, opting instead to run a best-of, all-on-tape version. It is the latest move that may have fans of founders Paul and Jan Crouch wondering what's going on. Well, lots. Your Trinity Broadcasting Network, in spite of some of the crap you read in the newspapers, is alive and well. Obviously, something's amiss, but longtime viewers may be asking why. I'm not even going to dignify 
hit with what it's all about. Sometimes calmly, but increasingly with anger. Dr. Paul Krauss rails at unspecified charges against him. Most of them are a pack of lies right out of the pit of hell. And I can prove it. It's the work of the devil, Krauss tells his huge audience. You will burn in hell for eternity and a few measly dollars. You might think that you're not going to get it, by the way. But in fact, money... Uh, it's ironic that he would be talking about burning in hell for eternity about a few mes- over a few measly dollars, which is one of the very reasons that he's going to burn in hell for eternity, because he's totally sold his soul to Satan, and he's totally given over to the love of money, which is the root of all evil, and that's very obvious. I mean, just look at the palatial mansions and the palatial sets and everything having and surrounding TBN. I mean, it's all about the money, and that's all it's ever been. So I find it very hypocritical that this devil would go there with this thing. Actually, it was just a little bit of uh, poetic justice. Basically, just his own tongue falling upon himself. A little bit of his own medicine that he was getting from this um, particular man that he hired to be a chauffeur driver, and you'll hear more about that next. Pay to settle a lawsuit is at the heart of the crisis at TBN. The story begins here at Shiloh Ranch, Colleyville, Texas. It's one of dozens of residences that Paul and Jan Krause maintain at various locations around the country. So one of dozens of, of palatial mansions that they maintain around the country, among, among other things. I mean, they've gotten millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. And um, just to let you know what kind of um, lavish lifestyle they live. In 1991, Paul Crouch met a man at a TBN-affiliated drug treatment center here at the ranch, a man named Lonnie Ford. This much is certain, Lonnie Ford's no angel. He'd done time for drugs and a sex offense against a 17-year-old boy. Paul Crouch employed Ford as a chauffeur on and off twice right after he'd been released from jail. But in 1998, after yet another jail term, Crouch refused to hire Ford back. Ford filed a wrongful termination and sexual harassment lawsuit alleging a homosexual relationship with Dr. Crouch. TBN reached an out-of-court settlement paying Ford $425,000 and getting in return for its promise of silence. <laughs> so, <laughs> this guy, this uh, drug, drug addict, and was convicted of raping a 17-year-old boy, has this relationship with... Uh, Paul Crouch then goes in jail again and gets out. Paul Crouch doesn't want to hire him this time. So, and then the guy gets mad, so he threatens some sexual harassment suit because obviously he knew that Paul Crouch had tons of money. He knew he had a lot of information on him. Obviously, they had had this affair. And they pay him $425,000 to shut him up. Now, if you were innocent, why on God's green earth would you ever pay $425,000 to a drug addict, a pedophile, rapist, who's been in prison two times, and who knows the full extent of his record? I mean, you know, if you had any, you would think if, if, if you had any leg to stand on at all, that would be somebody you could discredit really easy. No, 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 no. They don't choose to do that. They choose to pay the $425,000. He must have really had some information on them. You know? So, any, anyway, to me, all that does is confirm his guilt and, and show what a devil that he is. And again, it's a little bit of poetic justice because, you know, he extorts money from people. That's his whole life. That's how all, all Trinity Broadcasting ever does is extort 
basically money from people over the promise of, you know, sow your seed and you'll get a hundredfold and all this other garbage, you know. But the problem is, is you're sowing your seed into very, very corrupt, wicked ground. So don't expect a whole lot of return when the ground is satanic. And, and again, this is what's happening when you're sending your money in to those type of wicked ministries. Our concern is the $425,000. The ministry vigorously attempted to hide that expenditure for six years. Get out of God's way! Wall Watchers, a Christian advocate group based in North Carolina, has put out a donor alert telling people to stop sending money to TVN. The question of where the money came from was out there, and the, the fact that it's been paid at all is certainly inappropriate. And the fact that they attempted to cover it up is also of great concern. So he's just pointing out the obvious here, kind of reiterating what I said. But they were able to cover this up for six whole years until this finally came out. Paul Crouch is not talking to reporters, but TBN has released a statement addressing what it called Ford's dishonest, false, and scandalous claims. TBN admits paying Ford, but explains this course of action was deemed less expensive and would avoid the bad publicity. Here's where it gets even messier. Let me read directly from the TVN statement. In violation of his agreement, that's Ford's silence agreement, and in an attempt to extract more money from TVN and Dr. Crouch, in late 2003, the accuser, again that's Lonnie Ford, threatened to shop an autobiographical manuscript to the media, should TVN and Dr. Crouch not agree to buy the manuscript for an exorbitant amount of money. Ford's attorney claims that TBN's attorney initially suggested a million dollars, but when he countered that Ford wanted ten million, the negotiations broke off. All our efforts to get TBN's version of the story led to TBN lawyer John Casorio, who asserts that not one red cent of ministry money was used to pay off Lonnie Ford, that it came from insurance and Paul Crouch's personal funds. This is a Trinity Broadcasting Network celebrating 31 years of... So what? If, if it did... It came from Paul, you know, Paul Crouch's personal pocket to pay this guy off, you know. I mean, this is just unbelievable. And yet, this devil ministry is just allowed to continue on as though nothing ever even happened, you know. No, no nothing. I mean, this to them is probably just a drop in the bucket as far as revenue that they bring in, even on a monthly basis. God's miracles. What TVN does not dispute, God's despite its urgent pleas for donations, is that it's sitting on a mountain of cash. They're showing one of their telethons, and, and Jan Crouch up there, dressed in her, golly, haughty, whatever, get-up, caked-on makeup outfit. Um, they're showing all these, like, 3.3 million, I think it looks like, as far as what they've got projected donations coming in. I mean, it's like a circus. It's like a satanic, blasphemous, irreverent circus. The Bible says that everything should be done in decency and in order in the house of God, and, and particularly in ministry. Well, that's just the exact opposite. I mean, they got Catholics on stage. They're, they're, they're promoting all this heretical doctrine. They've got all, promoting all kind of signs and line wonders. And I mean, that's just, that's just what sells, evidently. Constantly telling folks that even though they have $300 million in cash reserves and investments, uh, that they're needing more money. In the U.S. alone, TVN is watched by more than 5 million households. Most of the big-name televangelists, like Benny Hinn, now air their shows on TVN. Most preaching the so-called prosperity gospel, promising God's blessings on those who contribute money, a doctrine many Christians believe is a perversion of the scriptures. 
Paul Crouch ridicules such criticism. Well, what do you want me to preach? Poverty, doctor? <laughs> TBN's main studios are in Southern California, but it also maintains a state-of-the-art international production center on Airport Freeway in Irving. Coming to you from, yes, the beautiful state of Texas. Right so, there you have it. That's the, that's the full five-minute clip there. Um, just further evidence of what an evil, wicked organization that is, and nobody needs to be watching that garbage, okay? I'm not saying there's never things you could glean from it, but it's not something that you want to have playing in your house 24-7 or whatever. I mean, I, I don't I don't ever watch it. I don't have a TV, so I just have the internet, and I just do not advise yoking yourself up and buying into this garbage. Because again, of whom a man has overcome, the same he is brought into bondage. And many people are brought into bondage from this wicked, evil ministry. Taylor just commented that that was so sickening, you know, that they would admit to having $300 million in reserves. And that's probably, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of off-the-book stuff with, with something this wicked. And yet there's people in other countries right now that are, you know, other people that, you know, are starving to death and, and, and malnourished and, and these types of things. And yet these ministries, these mega ministries, have all this money and so very little of it actually goes to the poor and the widows and orphans and, and, and missionaries and these types of things. If you look at proportionately, uh, it, it has to serve their agenda. And, you know, it's just, it's just unbelievable. Here is a wonderful picture of Paul Crouch shaking Pope John Paul II's demon-infested hand. I mean, it's right here, <clears throat> him and a couple a couple of his cronies there, and they look like they're getting ready to, they're not quite shaking hands, it's right before they grip up, and I would imagine this is going to go to a Freemasonic handshake as soon as they get there. Um, so again, we've seen Catherine Kuhlman with the Pope, we've seen Paul Crouch with the Pope, uh, other pictures of people with the Pope, and you know, it's, it's really their main mentor, I believe. Now here's a picture of good old Chuck Missler on TBN, and you can see the little... TBN um, uh, little logo at the bottom right-hand corner, and the TBN's number. He's sitting in one of their gilded uh, golden uh, seats, and then Paul Crouch is there talking to him, and then you see Chuck Missler in another picture where he's wearing a leather sports coat, and uh, he's on TBN again, same little logo, just a totally different interview evidently, so he has no problem being on TBN. Now here's another one. Uh, another screenshot of, t it's called the TBN Networks, Faith Channels for Everyone. Well, guess what? This is Padre Manning, they call him. Padre, like the, the Spanish word for father, okay? And, it's, and it goes on by saying, embracing all aspects of Hispanic Christian faith, the TBN in Lace offers Catholic families an exciting program hosted by Father Michael Manning. The Word of the World presents the Catholic perspective on a variety of life issues. Hosted by Father Manning um, and co-hosted by Elizabeth Cadillo, the program strives to bend, mend bridges between denominations and religions. Oh, like bringing in the New World Order, like ushering in the One World uh, Religion under Antichrist? Yes, that's exactly their agenda. And, uh, and then present a Catholic view on important social religious issues. You have, a Christian has no business going to TBN to get any kind of truth. Watching them to expose what's going on is one thing. Watching them to get literally biblically fed, you're just going to get corrupted. So, again, 
Um, this is now here the Pope actually honored this Father Michael Manning on Trinity Broadcasting. And this was on TBN. And it was entitled, Pope Honors Father Michael Manning of the Word in the World on TBN. So the actual Pope made some type of proclamation. So the Pope is firmly and squarely yoked up with TBN. Okay, there's no doubt about that now. Now here's another one. This is a short Dateline video clip on Tim LaHaye's friend, uh, Benny Hinn. And we're going to go ahead and roll that next. Receive the fire of the Holy Ghost. Or whether he's preaching at the... And that was good old Benny Hinn doing a slain in the spirit to a whole section of crowd that actually fell down from supposedly... And it's not the Holy Spirit doing this, it's some other spirit, okay? There's no Bible for what he does. These people are in total delusion, and they're falling down in mass. Again, everything should be done in decency and in order in the Church of God. The Bible says to lay hands suddenly on no man. These types of events, they're laying hands on people like just craziness. I mean, everything they're doing is totally biblically out of order. So, this is the Dateline report. Live crusades that attract millions around the world, one thing is sure. Substance. Benny Hinn is never dull. Substance. The tumor fell to the platform. I mean, it fell to the platform. We saw it was something else. And it broke in pieces as it hit the stage. So, the tumor fell to the platform and broke in pieces as as it hit the stage. I'd like to see some footage of that, but there is none. I believe certain demons have come into America through this new group of people coming in from Haiti and from all these countries, bringing their devils with them. Benny Hinn's security person reveals how people are selected for his crusade. What you see on TV are the lucky ones allowed up on stage. But we found out how those people who actually meet Benny Hinn are chosen. We interviewed a man who saw those miracle crusades firsthand as one of Pastor Benny's security detail. He agreed to talk with us if we disguised his identity. We called him Andrew. How do they pick the ones they want to go on stage at that point? They have staff members that go through and give them a quick, uh, quick interview. And they'll ask them, can you, you know, what's wrong with you? Oh, I've had uh, rheumatoid arthritis of my left shoulder. I can't lift it. All of a sudden, can you lift your shoulder? Because if you can't lift your shoulder, you can't go on stage. According to Andrew, the screening system has one purpose, to keep the truly sick or disabled away from Benny Hinn. Those people are never near, allowed near the stage. So the people that are, that are actually really sick and the people that are really like in wheelchairs, and the, the, they're never even allowed near the stage. The camera never, it's, it's all Hollywood staged garbage, okay? And this is just one little clip on Benny Hinn. You could do, oh my word, probably a 20-hour teaching on Benny Hinn alone, on all the evil that go has went along with that ministry. No way I can possibly get into it today. I have... I believe mentioned him many, many times in other teachings. Just key in uh, Benny in the search box at contendingfortruth.com. I believe I've, I've got other teachings that I've done. Uh, next article, Tim LaHaye meeting with Benny Hinn on Paul, Paul Crouch's TBN 
along with Chuck Missler's friend Grant Jeffrey. <laughs> a real match made in hell there. This is, uh, again, another TBN screenshot of the actual upcoming programs. And it's uh, PTL, uh, Benny Hinn and Dr. Tim LaHaye. Benny Hinn has led a fascinating discussion on the end time prophecy with guest Tim LaHaye, author of the best-selling Left Behind books, Grant Jeffrey, uh, host of the TBN's Bible Prophecy Revealed as well. So uh, we've got a lot of people yoking up together. Now we've got a picture of Benny Hinn shaking the hands with the Pope. A real picture, a, 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 one of the many. Okay, so, I mean, everybody just got to shake hands with the Pope, you know? I mean, it's, he's the he's the man. He's their master, essentially. And um, Pope John Paul II, Benny Hinn. Now, next to that, you'll see another picture of Benny Hinn, and he's dressed up. I don't know if you've seen any of his more recent get-ups, but it looks like a priest outfit. It's actually got a little cut-out notch in the, like a priest collar has, where it's like that white part, he's got got that now, in his little custom designed uh, uh, suits that he's got made. So that's pretty disgusting. Uh, This is Benny Hinn first meeting the Pope in 1989, and now I don't know if this is the same meaning or different meaning, there's Benny Hinn shaking the Pope's hand again, and looking at this, no, uh -uh, that's a different meeting altogether, because the Pope looks totally different, he looks a lot younger in this 1989 picture, looks a lot older in this other picture. So, he's met with him at least in public on two occasions, if not more. And then, there was that big scandal recently where Benny Hinn and Paula White were seen over there together in Rome, together, and holding hands and stuff, and that big scandal, I don't even have time to get into that. But, um, and Paula White, my word, that's a whole other can of worms there as well. So, what were they doing in Rome together? Maybe they're going to, you know get their their uh, newest marching orders from the Pope, from the Vatican. Now here's a picture of Benny Hinn and Tim LaHaye in front of their massive amount of prayer requests people send in, and, you know, they send in money, and then they say, well, we'll pray over your prayer requests, you know, but the more money you send, probably the better chance you are getting your prayers, prayers heard. Uh, here's another screenshot of Benny Hinn, uh, well, Benny Hinn, Tim LaHaye, and then another screenshot, where it says, what well-known people are saying about the book, Benny Hinn's book, Good Morning, Holy Spirit. Uh, that, that was one of his books. Uh, what well-known people are saying about the book. Tim LaHaye wrote these words. Few people realize that Benny Hinn has been a student of Bible prophecy most of his adult life. Several times we have discussed his deep concern for Israel and the Palestinians. This book is a must-read for anyone interested in the real causes and cures for the Middle East conflict. So, again, this is straight from Tim LaHaye, founder of the Council for National Policy, and um, uh, just unbelievable. It goes on and on and on. Here's another one. Chuck Missler's friend Tim LaHaye has a book that has the Pope being raptured. Did you know that? Uh, these are. This is a book written by Tim LaHaye and Ergen Kainer, who we talked about earlier, and it's the Authorized Left Behind Handbook. Okay, now I've got a screenshot of the book, and its um, uh, main offers Tim LaHaye, and in a a specific part of the table of contents of the book that there's a screenshot right on this page. It's on page 38. We see in the book Pope John Paul. In this case, and it's a fictional character, Pope John Paul the 24th. Okay. In the book, the authorized left behind handbook, he serves, this Pope serves, for five months 
before then being raptured. So in other words, the Pope is, is termed as a born-again Christian who's going to be raptured. And now this is where you know a lot of the pre-trib stuff really, really, really gained credence was through his books, Left Behind. Whether you're pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, or whatever, that's undeniable. They have been pushing that so heavily, obviously, in Tim LaHaye's book. And Tim LaHaye is a total devil from the pit of hell. So... Anyway, there's a link to that particular page. Now, this is, he makes this chart of this apostasy. And he's got Tim LaHaye in the middle, and he's got a cadre of people, of little headshots around him. And they're all interconnected. And one, you have this Ergen Kainer, exposed as a liar, the Muslim that was supposedly, you know, all these uh, contradictions in his testimony. And then there's... Um, uh, with Tim LaHaye right in the middle, who takes money from the Messiah, Sung Young Moon, and then states Moon's suffering is cleansing the sins of America. And then you have Chuck Missler, who's connected to Tim LaHaye, obviously, who also regards Rick Warren very highly, and we're going to look at that quote next. Uh, he's also very ecumenical with Rome, Chuck Missler, and again, we've done whole studies on him. And then we've got Jerry Falwell, the late Jerry Falwell, who was connected to Tim LaHaye, takes $3.5 million from the Messiah, Sung Young Moon, and hires an exposed liar, Ergen Kanan. And then we've got Benny Hinn, and there's a caption next to that, where do you even start with Benny Hinn? I mean, where, where do you even start? And then also, uh, uh, Paul Crouch, where do you start with Paul Crouch? I mean, you, you could. we've just done a little bit. We're just touching on things today. We're not doing really anything in depth. But it's more of a study where you kind of connect the dots. So, the reason for the apostate church is not, is not being warned about all these guys above is summed up in Isaiah 56, 10 and 11, where it says, His watchmen are blind, they are all ignorant, they are all dumb dogs, they cannot bark, sleeping, lying down, loving to slumber. Yea, they are greedy dogs, which can never have enough. They are shepherds that cannot understand. They all look to their own way. Everyone for his own gain. From his, from his quarter. Everybody's looking out for number one. These, these devils. And they're all looking out for themselves. They're all motivated by money. They're wolves in sheep's clothing. They're hirelings that have no true love for the sheep. And that's just a confirmatory verse there. Now, let's go further. This is the Masonic Knights Templar symbol in Tim LaHaye's book. Look at the circled in logo, red logo on the Freemason site. Now, this is from a Freemason site. And it's got the official Knights Templar um, insignia, okay, which is like like a higher level version of the Freemasons, very you know, very ancient Catholic type of order, the Knights Templar. Okay, their symbol is a red cross going through. Well, in this case, it's a red cross going through a kind of at a slant on a gold crown. Now, if you go up to their website, and this is a screenshot of their actual website, you can see it again. This is the Boston's Boston Commandary Knights Templar website. It's the oldest one in existence, it says. And again, you see the Knights Templar cross. And then you look at Tim LaHaye's book called The Power of the Cross, and you've got the same Knights Templar's cross going through the crown, which is the Knights Templar symbol, right on the cover of his book. I mean, they're just flat out telling you that we're, we're essentially 
We're high-level occultists. We're Freemasons. We're Knights Templar. We're Knights of Malta. We're yoked up with Rome. We're yoked up with secret societies. And we're not even trying to hide it. And we think you're so stupid that we're going to start putting this stuff right on the cover of stuff, and you'll still buy the book. Now, I'm telling you, that's not what I'm saying. That's what they're saying. Here's another picture of good old Tim LaHaye and Chuck Missler um, when he got his little medallion. So, do you think LaHaye might be a Freemason also? <laughs> sure looks that way. Um, going further here, here's a screenshot right off Cunha House, Chuck Missler's website, and it says, it's entitled The Tongue of Evil by Chuck Missler. Um, it says, we were recently embarrassed by the advertising of one of the talks at a recent conference that was billed as the Devil-Driven Church by Dave Hunt. Many naturally anticipated an attack on Rick Warren, a pastor whom we regard very highly. This is straight from Chuck Missler's website. I'm not making this up. The website address is right there. I mean... And then he goes on to say, Dave's talk actually extolled Rick Warren's exemplary personal conduct and did not denigrate his very popular book, The Purpose Driven Lie. I mean, church. And then it goes on to say, Dave's concerns centered on whatever. And then it ends the text. But Chuck Missler says, Rick Warren is a pastor whom we regard very highly. Rick Warren. I've done several teachings on him. He is a member of the Council on Foreign Relations, not even Council of National Policy. He's not even trying to hide it. One of the main ones trying to bring in Krizlam, the yoking up with Islam, and one of the, the I mean, right at the spear tip of bringing pseudo-Christianity into the coming one world religious system. At, at the spear tip of apostasy, and Chuck Missler says, a pastor whom we regard very highly, Rick Warren. That's not my words, it's his. Chuck Missler's, another Jesus, Roman Catholic, ecumenicism, and more apostasy list. This is a list about Missler. Uh, The facts about Chuck Missler's Roman Catholic ecumenicism plus are laid out more in this article. Now, there's a link to the article here. We're just going to hit the high points. Uh, Number one, Chuck Missler's philosophy is is that of Rome's exalted Roman Catholic, Augustine. Now, I can't tell you how many times in the last one to two years, people email me saying, you shouldn't say anything about Augustine, or you really need to do a teacher, or you really, you really should promote him. I'm like, he was a Roman Catholic. No, I did a teaching that actually exposed him. Augustine of Hippo? Yeah, I've done teaching. Just key in Augustine in the search box. He's not somebody that should be praised. Not, I mean, the guy's a Roman Catholic. And there's all kind of red flags, but people are just so willing to overlook that because he was a church father. That's a whole other subject that, that we need to get into as well. Chuck Missler is also the director of a Bible. I'm not saying there's no good church fathers. I'm just saying that, of course, the Bible says call no man father, so I don't really like that term. But anyway, Chuck Missler is the director of a Bible that uses a corrupted Roman Catholic manuscript. Now, all of these have references, and in, in you can, if you want to know more, click on the link below this. It'll be on like page 41, and you can know more. Okay, but I don't have time to go into every one of these points today. Chuck Missler's Bible has a seminary Jesuit, Eugene Ulrich, and a Roman Catholic scholar, Peter Flint, who spoke at a Mormon BYU college, Brigham Young University, and are contributing to his work. So look at all the devils Chuck Missler's yoked up with. Well, 
You expect that from somebody like him. Chuck Missler's Bible is missing critical flesh-crucifying words from God's pure word. Next point. Chuck Missler has the director of Pontifical Institute for Arabic and Islamic Studies. Pontifical, meaning the pontiff, meaning the pope. He has this director of Pontifical Institute for Arabic and Islamic Study who reports directly to the Pope and also speaks at the New World Order's Club of Rome as an advisor. Next point, Chuck Missler appears on the pro-Catholic Trinity Broadcasting Network that also has Catholic Mass going out to Roman Catholic community through their Spanish channel. We, are, we talked about that. Chuck Missler has no problem being in business partners with New Age with the New Age website webmaster William Welty and the ecumenical Brian Hughes at Swansat, New England. Now, I got a lot into that on the dedicated teaching I did on Chuck Missler. Chuck Missler uh, regards Rick Warren very highly. And then the newest one, his endorsement of necromancy, um, which actually happened in April of 2010, which is almost two years ago. And there's more... There's more um, there's a lot. If you want to go into any of these points, click on this. The actual link is going to be on page, I think, 40, right at the very top of page 42 of this PDF. You can go right to the source article. Okay, so conclusion. Conclusion. How do guys like Chuck Missler, Tim LaHaye, Sung Young Moon, Jerry Falwell, Edwin, Edwin Kaner, Ergen Kaner, Benny Hinn, and Paul Crouch make it to the places of prominence in the church? Clearly we can see things aren't right. The entire bogus apostate discernment ministries mentioned in the fear of the Chuck Missler article, which is another article he put up there, um, are, are allowing this to happen. Their fear reveals a lack of trust in the Lord at best and are willing accomplices to purposeful, de- purposeful deception at the worst. Well, I really think it's the latter. I really think they're just willing accomplices to purposeful deception. I, I'm not going to even give them the credit of, of they're just afraid of Chuck Missler anymore. I've just, I'm seeing too much to give them that kind of credit where they're just afraid. I think they're just all in it together. I really do. Uh, for the most part. I'm not saying there couldn't be exceptions. When we can clearly demonstrate lying and deception and they still remain in ministry, something is keeping them there and it isn't the Lord God Jesus. Think about that. Why would God bless wickedness, in other words? But it is part of the strong delusion that he is sending, so... You, you know, there's a happy medium that has to be looked at there as well. But there, nothing's godly about what they're doing, that's for sure. All this is public information, and none of those, quote, discernment ministries mentioned in the Fear of Chuck Missler article have said anything. Their strategy is to remain silent. However, they still have to face the Lord and aren't uh, getting away with anything. The very things we see in these men is proof of the last days, the falling away, 2 Timothy 2. And is revealed in these men remaining in their current positions with very few saying anything. The apostate church still flock to these guys and lift them up to their own shame. See Luke 16.15. Someone asked um, the other day, the, the, the man that wrote this article, how do we keep marking them? His response was, until they come to the truth and repent or God destroys them. Now, now I, I added in or God destroys them. Because I think those days are coming. Because I don't see them coming to the truth or repenting. I mean, if they haven't done it this long, a lot of these people are, are literally generational Luciferians. Like Pat Robinson and these types of people, they have long bloodlines you can trace back. You know, a, a lot of Illuminati ties and these types of things. So the, these are people that were literally born and bred for this. 
So as true followers of the word of God, our Lord Savior, we still need to watch out for all saints. Ephesians 6.18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. 1 John 3.16, hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us, we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. This, but unfortunately, this is what the unbelieving world sees, and they, he shows the thing of uh, a, a paper newspaper clipping that's entitled "Donations Pay for Luxury Homes, Expensive Meals," and it shows a picture of Paul and Jan Crouch here. Uh, Paul and Jan Crouch appear on TBN Telethon in November. The U.S. alone, in the U.S. alone, TBN is watched by more than five million households each week, and then it has this big chart here on how the money flows in TBN in Trinity Broadcasting. And again, they rely on uh, a lot of uh, on volunteers and employees to process donations from viewers and collect names and addresses for the direct mail database. They've got the praise-a-thons, which are twice yearly, week-long telethons, generate $90 million in pledges. TBN says it collects about half of the amount pledged. Um, and then it also builds a database from that. And then they also have the mail-in donations, uh, 70 TBN employees handle about 30,000 pieces of viewer mail per day. <laughs> wow. 30,000. Cash checks and credit card vouchers are separated from the letters and prayer requests. Do you realize how much money is going... I mean, do you realize how many deluded people that means there are? How many... I mean, that's incomprehensible. Wow. Wow. Okay, so then they, they add the letter writers to their database as well, and then also prayer requests, volunteers, employees at the TBN quarters, and um, answer prayer requests 24 hours a day and pray with callers. Prayer requests are written down, placed in an on-site chapel, and prayed over. They are then shredded after a month. Um, and then they also add the callers' databases to their database, and then they, all, they send out donation requests. Um, Using its database of 1.2 million names, TBN sends thousands of fundraising letters every single day. So, you know, you can see this is a real gravy train for these devils. And then it also it goes on to show uh, some graphs of all the money that, they've, that they're actually taking in. And basically they're saying in 2002, they're saying uh, the Financial Profile Trinity Broadcasting, it looks to me as though they had a 61.4 million surplus. Now, I think before they'd admitted like a three three million or something. No, it's sixty one point four million surplus in cash. Okay, so you can understand why they can you know fly around in jets and, and have all their palatial mansions all over the place and live in total opulence and, and things of this. And then again, Jesus Christ and the apostles barely had a place to even lay their head at night. And the, but yet they they justify this and they have these masses of who they would term as sheeple people, totally duped, and feeding this monster, this satanic monster of a ministry. It's just so disgusting. What's going on here? Uh, Then they've got another picture, the prosperity gospel, and this is a quote from Paul Crouch, when you give to God, you're simply loaning to the Lord, and he gives it right back. And they show a sprawling picture of the uh, TBN headquarters. It looks like something out of, like, I don't know, like a modernized ancient Rome. I mean, it, it's unbelievable, this this aerial view of this place. It's, I mean, it's unreal. And then they show the set. I mean, the set looks, it's so garishly 
ornate. You know, everything's gold gilded and all this larger than life garbage. And they show their jet, private jet owned by TBN. You know, and uh, uh, we're looking looking further here. Trinity Music Center USA, a Christian entertainment park. Oh, good. That's what everyone needs. We need to just have more entertainment. And uh, then their Newport Beach mansion, the TBN-owned mansion foreground, was recently on the market for $8 million. Well, you know. And uh, the network also owns one of the houses in the background. So, actually, believe it or not, we just got through the whole teaching on under uh, four hours. So I'm actually kind of amazed. But hopefully this will help tie a lot of things together for the viewers. We covered a lot of different bases today. We could have done separate teachings on pretty much just about anybody that we mentioned. And I have done separate teachings. If you want to know more about any of the specific people I've entered, um, just key it in the search box at contendingfortruth.com. Uh, you, you can also just do a keyword search on the internet, something like, like if you want to do Paul Crouch, for instance. Paul Crouch, uh, heresy, uh, exposed, these types of, of things. Uh, because there's a lot of other ministries out there uh, Jesus is Savior has dot uh, com I believe has a lot of really good articles on a lot of these different people that we've mentioned. I mean, just article after article, and not to say they're the only ones, but uh, I can't have a website where we have those. My, my website isn't geared for that kind of database, but there's a lot of other websites out there that specialize in going after heretics and exposing them and documenting things, and. You know, this information needs to become common knowledge because these guys are wolves in sheep's clothing and they are truly fleecing the flock. So I'm going to go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. I thank you that you've allowed us to come again, Lord, and, and to do another teaching. I do pray, Lord, that you would continue to expose these these wolves in sheep's clothing, Lord God, these these horrifically terrible ministries, Lord God, that are just deceiving the masses, Lord, and that your true remnant would come out of there. And I believe that a lot, some of your true remnant is, is within these movements, Lord. I know that I was caught up in this for quite a long time. So I don't want to sit here in judgment of people that are caught up in this. I mean, I've been caught up in it, and I know a lot of my listeners at other times were caught up in it. So I don't want to say that from a judgmental standpoint. I just pray, God, you get them out before it's too late. Because there's going to come a time when most likely, if they continue to stay in this garbage, their conscience will become seared as a hot iron, and they will not have any desire. And they will be given totally over to the strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure and unrighteousness. I pray to God that they come out, and if they're not saved, they come out and get saved. Or get saved and come out whatever in whatever manner you see fit, Lord. And I pray to God you give them eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive. And that every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that would try to hinder this prayer in any way, shape, or form be bound up and rebuked and cast into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place. I pray that your name be glorified through the body of Christ, Lord, through your remnant, through the, uh, this ministry and through other uh, true ministries out there, Lord. And that you would use the body of Christ mightily, Lord God, for your glory. I pray you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed, as we forgive those who have sinned against us. And that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable and pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. 
and that you would cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us, that you would uh, give to us the fear of God, Lord, and true biblical humility, and that you would keep us far, far away from pride. But at the same time, I do pray, God, for wisdom, understanding, knowledge, Lord God, which are all things that are connected to the fear of the Lord, and that the angel of the Lord would encamp around about them that fear them, that your angels would encamp around about the body of Christ, my listeners, Lord, and for your protective hand to be upon them, Lord God, that you would give us a vision for your word says, without a vision your people perish, and that we would know exactly what you want us to do regarding the the, the uh, dark times that are ahead, Lord God, the, the times where darkness is coming that no man can work, and that you would strategically preposition the body of Christ so that they can be used to the maximum amount of extent for your glory, that you would use us mightily to lead many people to the Lord Jesus Christ. And we ask all these things... In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.